Bush and Richie here with your Hometime Show podcast. Before we begin tonight's programme playback for you, uh, Richie has a very important breaking news uh, and a message for you. Uh, you are going to hear uh, a slot in today's episode um, that we're going to talk about called Middle Class Moans. All right, so have a listen to that. But what you guys are going to get at the end of this podcast is some breaking news that is regarding the Middle Class Moans that my dad has got in touch with me uh, during the live version of the show today. So have a listen, all right? And we'll come back at the end of the podcast. We'll tell you what broke. So it's the final hour of the working day for most people. Just uh, starting this hour of the show with a few quick questions, if we may. Uh, Do you share a home workspace with someone? If yes, is what they're doing in that shared workspace getting on your wick a little bit? I thought it's just nice just to get stuff out in the open because normally you'd never be working, you know, if it's your other half or your housemate, flatmate or whatever, normally you'd be going off to work and not having to exist and work together in these kind of close confines. But when you're kind of on top of each other, like we all are at the moment, stuff can start to great. Let me give you an example. And I don't want to start a war in our house, but Katie, my other half, we share the spare room here with the office. So she, you know, she has it right the way through till two o'clock and then we swap over. We swap over with our little girl as well. And then I'm here for the show. However, Katie uses the tower of our PC, our brand new home office computer that I got sorted out. She uses the tower as an impromptu footrest. So whenever (laughs) I get in here to um, try and sit down and do some work, the tower is sideways on, sideways on, pushed up against the back wall, against the radiator. And what's more... Uh, the two little mini speakers that it's got that I bought as well that you plug in the back, they're down the back of the, the PC tower, also against the radiator. So there's my, just to get off my chest, that is my shared workspace irk. Richie, would you like to get anything off your chest? I'm going to support you and say that would annoy me. That would really annoy me. What's annoyed me is regarding food. Do you remember this time yesterday, all was going well and then my microphone conked out, had to rush oh, into yeah. the studio. Well, I'm back at home today. Everything is good. However, the stash that I had, keyword had, of salted caramel lint balls that was behind one of the two monitors has been (laughs) obliterated since this time yesterday. And it's not me. Wow, so she's absolutely raided it. Did she radio in the time that you you, um, selflessly ran in to do the show from central London because we had a technical problem? I hope not because, you know, that was later in the day. I think it's happened this morning while she was working at this little desk. But I can't can't be certain of that. It's happened at some point since I had to flee yesterday and I've not had one of them. Crass opportunism, that, isn't it? It's almost like uh, you've had a fall in town and someone's gone through your inner coat pockets just to take your wallet off you as you're on your way into the ambulance. But it's, it's chocolate. It's worse. It is worse. Nate says on Twitter, for me, it's the fact that the surface of the table becomes a graveyard of half-drunk cups of coffee that I've made her. Never finished, <laughs> never put in the dishwasher. Kaz says my other half likes to binge watch between working. I'm fine with that, but if I have to hear the Parks and Rec theme tune for the zillionth time this week, I may scream. Do you know what? I, I'm, I've got sympathy for that. There, there, certain people do that, don't they? Where they have like an iPad to the right of the computer and they're like watching like the cricket or they're watching <laughs> Formula One in the background. They just work and then have a break <laughs> crying out loud. <laughs> Um, Ricky says he gets told off for breathing weirdly. Now, this 100% happens in our house. Obviously, I, I was moaning earlier on about Katie using the tower, the PC tower, as an impromptu footrest. She's picked me up a few times. Apparently, when I've got earphones on and I'm doing like a Zoom thing or whatever, I breathe weird. And I do the same weird breathe when I'm checking my phone, strangely, in bed. 
Is that weird? Anyone wow. else do that? He gets. He must get it. It's, a, it's it's some kind of condition I've got. I think. You can't perform without altering your breathing. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? That's really strange. Uh, Chris says, when my daughter is in an online lesson wearing headphones, she'll inadvertently blurt out something random from the lesson. I'm like, okay, but I'm not in RE with you at the moment. I've no idea what you're on about. Terry says, starting to make the dinner while I'm still working at the kitchen table is very distracting. Terry, that's a, it's a lovely problem to have, is the, is the only thing I'd say on that one, but I do get it. Uh, Damon, what is it for you? Oh, it's about the missus leaving little piles of things here and there around the place. It, just, it bugs me from time to time, especially when uh, they appear here and there. <laughs> okay, so what little piles of stuff does she leave around, and why is she leaving little piles of things? Uh, I don't know. It's just I think it's just one of the things that she she does. She she used to do it before we moved in together. Um, you know, at her old place, uh, and it's just like look like cookbooks and and magazines. She likes to look through while she's sitting and watching telly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what's the one that's in your eye line right now? What's what's the, what's the latest? The the number one that's at the uh, uh, f- for annoying you? Uh, well, there's a pile of uh, Wii U games on the fireplace, and they've been there for the last week. I mean, they were at one side at one point, but then uh, we, we had a bit of a hoover around, and she moved them to the fireplace, and <laughs> they've been there ever since. Uh, Damon, have you used the phrase that my nan used to use when we were kids, and also my mum as well, what does your last slave die of? Have you uh, used that at all in the past few months? No, I haven't, no, no. I, I dare to, to be honest with you, because you've just come back with something else. She always does. <laughs> I was going to say, I would. I mean, it's. Uh, I, I've heard that phrase many, many times, like Bush, generally from mothers and from grandparents and that kind of thing. I, I would urge caution using it on a partner. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I, I, I just grit my teeth and just, uh, you know, hopefully that one day she'll move them, unless I move them. All right, well, listen, Damon, stay safe and remember the password and the safe word and we'll be there within 15 to 20 minutes if you get into trouble, OK? Take care. Thanks very much. Issy in Dartford says, my husband turns the radio down when his mobile rings. It's a mobile. Walk out the room. That's a really good point. Um, anyone else's parents do this back in the day as well? My dad always has to turn the radio down a little bit or your CD down if he was coming up to a junction. Like, surely you can just drive without the, the volume having to go down a little bit. Uh, Sue says, my hubby is taken to announcing at around 11am what time he'll be coming down for lunch. He has no clue what homeschooling is all about. <laughs> Steve says it's not the people that causes me issue, and he's tweeted a picture of two cats. Could be you, that one. And Ian says, me and my wife work in our dining room, and the bin is right behind me. Every now and again, my wife will roll a discarded post-it note down the table at me and shout, bin, please. The cheek of the woman. Uh, Let's go over to Staffordshire and say hello to Jane. Jane, what is your workplace irk that's going on in your house at the moment? Uh, Three teenagers. That's, you know, honestly, I need (sighs) serious help on a daily situation. um, The rubbish that just seems to appear from nowhere, but nobody's generated it. The yep. missing, gla- missing glasses, mugs, plates, everything. I mean, I know that's not quite work, but it's sort of, they seem to think they can just take everything they own and we own and put it in some atmosphere that we can never find. When they do reappear, eventually, they are toxic, quite frankly. <laughs> uh, absolutely vile. So um, I, I, I did ask Damon, the caller earlier on about this, uh, and yeah. he hasn't used this phrase yet, but what about you then, Jane? Have you used the phrase, what is your last slave dial for any point in the past couple of months? Completely, completely. I get, um, I get, in, I get messaged um, or called from upstairs on Instagram asking, 
what's for breakfast, what's for dinner, what's for lunch, uh, what are the options? And what are the can options? I have it? Yeah, and can we have it now? Whereas like, I might be in like, um, you know, a Zoom meeting, I might be working, and it doesn't matter how many times I can say, I'm in a meeting, please do not like come in the lounge or whatever. One of them will always walk in, Mum! You know, and you're just like... <laughs> What? <laughs> Jane, you are you are living the life of that bloke that was on telly doing that uh, talk about South Korea when his uh, his, his kids burst in behind him live on telly. That that is you. I know, and then if and then just top it off like the dog will start barking and it will just be like mayhem, and you're just right in the middle of trying to have some sort of proper professional meeting and it's just it's ridiculous it's just well it's just let's ridiculous. let's name and shame these children on the home time show right now what are their <laughs> right. names and ages please right sadie she's 17 i've got nelly who's 15 and gabriel who is 13 there you go out well, by the mum this drastic course of action is 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 going to is going to give you yeah a solution that's 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 what will do it uh, yeah, I um, if things get really bad, I um, threaten to turn the Wi-Fi off, and I have actually take turned it off and hid it in the box. I have actually taken it to the supermarket with me as well um, in the boot of the car, and that's when um, <laughs> wow, that's when they know I mean business, and then I might get a message like, "Mom, do you want a cup of tea?" And I know, I know, I know then that like they're trying to crawl their way back with an apology. Two things have happened to Richie and I, both independently, but both of the same kind of vibe. And we just wanted to run it by you guys in this second hour of the Home Time Show. Let me explain. First off, for me, yesterday morning, I went out to try and buy falafel for our tea. I couldn't find falafel for love nor money in the entirety of Leon C. I was absolutely incandescent with rage. Uh, Richie, what happened to you at the same time I was trying to find falafel? At the same time, I am really, really struggling being away from my coffee machine. I have a bean-to-cup coffee machine. My coffee comes from beans. I grind the beans myself and then it goes into the coffee. Because I'm staying at my dad's for a, a short period of time while building work goes on, I'm having to suffer granulated coffee. And I've got, I've got to be honest, once you've gone full bean, you can't go back. And this is honestly true. It's borne out by experience on the show. If he's not chatting to us uh, in between the songs, that kind of thing, Richie's on Grinder, So he's that's how he has his coffee, and that's just how it is. Now, here's the thing, right? Both of us have, have not been able to talk about this out loud or on social media or even on the show here on Home Time because, obviously, people are going to come back to us and say, well, there are bigger and more important things going on in the world right now, which is, which is true, and we are, we're aware of that. But what we wanted to do is offer everybody a safe space within this next hour of the Home Time Show, right the way up until 6pm, to get a middle-class moan off their chest without the fear of people jumping down their throats saying, well, there's loads of you know horrible things going on in the world. Get some form, get a grip, get a sense of perspective. Uh, there are many people like myself in some kind of coffee quandary. Uh, Louis says, Costa had run out of the syrup I wanted in my coffee. Oh. How dare they, Louis? Oh. Uh, and Cole says, I'm struggling to get over having no toffee nut latte pods left for my Tassimo. <laughs> it's a safe space to moan. A lot of people normally jump down your throat, but you've got until 6pm tonight uh, to air these grievances in a safe and comfortable environment. Jade says, uh, my gusto box was due today. It's been delayed and now won't arrive until tomorrow. I'm fuming. 
And then uh, we all feel for Richard Hutchinson. He says, my avocados got bruised by an overly enthusiastic delivery man this morning. (laughs) Sarah in Cardiff has got in touch. Uh, Don't have a go at her. It's a safe space. She says, I have an Art Deco antique cocktail cabinet. It turns out the shelves are not high enough for my wine bottles. I feel cheated. Send in thoughts and prayers, Sarah. Send in thoughts and prayers. Let's go to the phones and say hi to Tony. Tony, what's your middle class moan? I uh, can't find lime flavouring anywhere. I want a lime milkshake like I used to have when I was a kid. Right, so just to confirm, in case the lime was breaking up a little bit there, Tony, did you just say that you wanted a lime-flavoured milkshake? Yeah, I want a lime milkshake and a cinnamon donut. Tony, I don't think on, on any of the... And I've, I've had a lot of milkshakes. I don't think I've ever seen a lime-flavoured one as an option on a menu. It's a winner. You've got to try it. I would say lime or lemon and milk don't go together at all, Tony. I'm going to put that to you right now. They don't go together. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not pregnant. They go together. Tony, we're not going to labour this too much because you're a good man. But um, <laughs> once again, milkshakes are generally a sweet thing and lime yeah. would be very much on the spectrum of sour flavours. This isn't a thing. It, it is a thing. I used to... I, I couldn't... If we went to the shops when I was younger, couldn't go to the shops without my mum and get me a lime milkshake. Okay, and just just to confirm one more time, Tony... Uh, you're not being held against your will. You're okay. Your fingers aren't tingling. Uh, you haven't got purple lips, blue lips. You, you're breathing all right. You're fine. Yeah, I'll, let me let me just check with Brittany next to me. Um, yeah, I'm fine. I oh, can't help some people, Bush. Tony, you're mental. Good to speak to you, man. Have a good night. Bye. P. Dizzle says on Twitter, for a week now, I've been unable to find Caramax anywhere in Dunfermline. Uh, and then, in a complete curveball, I wasn't expecting this evening on the show, world-famous author from Scotland, Ian Rankin, gets involved to say, I agree with this. On the other hand, strangely enough, the limited edition Orange 12 seems to be everywhere. <laughs> oh, this is brilliant. Uh, guys, I'm fuming. The water dispenser on my American fridge freezer isn't dispensing water. I'm having to drink uh... tap water. But strangely, the ice dispenser is fine, says a rather irate Ken in Manchester. Uh, Matt says, mild showers mean I've had to put the fitted all-weather cover on my rotary. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jess, uh, your neck of the woods, Bush. Leon C says, people keep blocking my drive. Not that I've got anywhere to go, but still. It's the point. Um, It's the principle, isn't it? It is. And then Nettie, still related to cars, had my mini service today. No bacon bombs, no croissants, no brew, no valet. You're kidding me. Is that what normally happens when you get a, a, a mini valet? A, when you get a mini serviced? You'd get a valet offered, and then obviously while you sat there waiting, there would be pastries. But hey, times we're in. Unbelievable. Now, I'm not sure what your evening plans are uh, tonight. You might be uh, finding something to watch on telly. A little pattern that I've noticed recently uh, is a spate of TV shows uh, where it's oh, the most random celebrity going out and just doing an activity, and they've turned it into a TV series. I have spotted, within the last fortnight, Coastal Island with Adrian Dunbar. Uh, He was on uh, In the Line of Duty. Uh, Wild Coast of Scotland with Darcy Bustle. Wow. (laughs) And a grand day out with Susan Kalman. Um, (laughs) This this is the format at the moment. So uh, Bush and I never want to uh, miss out on an opportunity of thinking, once lockdown is over and done with, all these companies, they are going to be wanting to film the next one of these TV shows. So here's a formula that we have come up with to help you devise what that show will be. 
All you need to do, and, and bear with us on this because it does work, all you need to do is put together the activity you're looking forward to doing once lockdown is over with the celebrity that you last set eyes upon. So whether you, you saw them in a newspaper or on telly, on your phone, whatever. So the activity you're looking forward to doing once lockdown is over, plus the celebrity you last set eyes on, that is the prediction of what is going to be the next big celebrity fly-on-the-wall documentary or whatever. So here's a demonstration of how it works, right? So I cannot wait to go and play Five-A-Side again. Missing Five-A-Side so much. It was my Monday night staple. So Five-A-Side is what I'm looking forward to once lockdown's over. And then recently, I saw Bill Nye uh, recording what I think must be a brand new film or something or other. Um, so the TV programme that I have come up with is Five-A-Side with Bill Nye. I'd love to see it's that. On- it's on, got to be on Channel 5. I definitely watch it. And for some reason, I'm thinking walking football. We've mentioned walking football on the show before. It's got to be walking football. For me, I can't wait to go on another big walk up north like I did with uh, a few friends. Remember, I phoned into the show being attacked by a bull. Yes, uh, I do. It was, it was about a year or so ago now. I can't wait to go and do a big walk again. Uh, and the last person I set eyes upon was the lovely Kiala Settle from The Greatest Showman. She was on my Twitter feed a bit earlier on before we started the show. So it would be big walks up north with Kiala Settle. <laughs> Tyrone has got in touch. Pub crawl with Axel Rose. <laughs> I don't, don't know what trouble. TV channel is screening it, but it sounds good. Do you know what? There'd be trouble there, and Axel will be about an hour and a half late. So I don't know if you want to do that. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie Boyce says partying hard with Bradley Walsh. Uh, and Maureen says clove shopping with Emma Willis. <laughs> I could see that as a TV show, BBC Two. Mark saying cycling through Kent with Frank Skinner. Travel Chaos says car boot sales with Chris Kamara. I'd absolutely definitely <laughs> tune in for that. Uh, let's go to the phones and say hi to Bev. Bev, uh, what is the celebrity programme that your life is predicting? Um, it's Drinking to Excess with Jason Manford. Wow, drinking to excess with our very own Jason Manford. Uh, what's the scene you're seeing this here? Um, is he in a pub? Is he in a, a bar on holiday? Um, and what's he drinking? Well, well, based on um, what I, that being what I want to do once all this opens back up, basically anywhere with a license or a park um, or, or a street or an alley. Could be anywhere. He could do it in various places, couldn't he? He could do. Now, now, now here's the, this is a strange one. Obviously, Jason Manford, Sunday mornings here on Absolute Radio. He, he's part of the family. And Jason doesn't drink. So, I mean, the programme could still happen, but he'd have to be a host that's watching you drink to excess, Bev, which is a strange dynamic. I think that's slightly creepy, but I think it's more interesting <laughs> that he doesn't drink. I think he just needs to embrace the fact that he's going to have to for this series. I mean, people do <laughs> SES challenges and stuff like that with Bear Grylls, and they drink them wee, so he's just going to need to get on some training for drinking, I think. It's him that needs to do it. That's how I see it. I mean, Susan Calman's been all over the UK. He could go all over you know, dodgy areas drinking yeah, I mean, I'm I'm seeing this program as you in a, you and him in a pub in Glasgow, and you slapping the table, sh- shouting "chug" as Jason's crying and being forced to drink a cider or something. I've had worse nights out. <laughs> hey, Jason Manford said yes to singing in a hedgehog suit, so I think he'd say yes yeah. to this. Steve Davis says fishing with Song Hung Min from Tottenham Hotspur. What an amazing day out that would be. Some kind of uh, BT Sport documentary, that one, by the sounds of maybe, things. Maybe he slips over and accidentally knocks someone else's fishing tackle into the pond and is dead, dead apologetic about it. So, oh, someone <laughs> knocked me over, mate. It wasn't me. Uh, Emily says, uh, garden parties with Jurgen Klopp. Oh, God, can you imagine that? Uh, Chris Mason says, football with Reese Witherspoon. 
<laughs> Mind boggles. Kevin says, off to the beach with Martin Freeman. I could absolutely see that on ITV. I imagine Martin Freeman, and we've had him on the show as a guest, haven't we? He's, he's a very immaculately turned out chap. I think he'd have everything packed properly and would look a million dollars down the beach. So that'd be an interesting one to do. He would have a windbreak. There's no two ways about it. Uh, Callum says, getting hammered with Mr. Tumble. Imagine that. <laughs> I think just a show dedicated to Mr. Tumble. Pint, you know, do that. He gets that stage in the an all day drinking session where he's, he's only drinking two thirds of pints and leaving loads of stuff. That's what it'd be like. <laughs> CBB's expose. Uh, this particular one that's come in, no name to it, it just says 119. But this, this is something that would be a Channel 4 like expose documentary. Visit Iran with Julia Roberts. Oh, my word, that would be so good. I'm almost reaching for the remote and trying to, you know, get them on the Sky Planner, but they're not even existing yet. There you go, another Hometime Show podcast in the bag. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, Before we leave you, though, as promised, here is the breaking news that came into the show from Richie's dad uh, during the segment we were doing about middle-class moans. So, you know, I was going on about how I'm missing my coffee machine from home because uh, staying at my dad's for a few days because of some building work that's going on. And, You're having a week uh, off I'm, grinder. <laughs> I'm having a week off my coffee grinder that actually grinds proper beans into the cup, all right? And at the moment, I'm having to suffer coffee granules. And The indignity. <laughs> the indignity, Richie. He's 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 got in touch and said, "Can you please stop implying that your father drinks instant coffee?" And he's actually put one of those irated emojis as with uh, with it as well. I uh, he then goes on to say, "Would you please let your <laughs> would you please let your audience know I have a cafetiere?" Unbelievable! It's a chip. You're a chip off the old block. You really are. Something else. <laughs>